Welcome to the Legacy Life Podcast with me, your host, Sarah Parks. I'm a mum of three, an author, speaker, legacy coach, and lover of transformation. I help female entrepreneurs create family and financial freedom fast so you can have a calm, happy family and a thriving online business where you are living your legacy life. In this space, I will be talking about family freedom, financial freedom and ways that you can create your legacy life. Welcome to today's Legacy Life podcast and today I am so excited I have the fabulous Alexander McKenzie with me Um, you know I I seem to have a lot of friends on here and that's because I am blessed with knowing some extraordinary people some incredible people Mm -hmm. um, who have so much wisdom to share and Alexander is one of these people he is an artist um, uh, an author, uh, you know, an all-round fabulous human being and has done such a wealth of things over his life and continues to just create gorgeousness in the world. Mm. So, uh, welcome, Alexander. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so great to have you on. Thank you for uh, inviting me, sir. You're very welcome. So today we're going to be talking about that part, parts of our lives where, you know, we might have challenges and, you know, it calls forth from us to, you know, be with those, work through those, but also look, still find the joy. And the reason I've invited Alexander to come and talk today is because he is such a joyful person and no matter what life throws at him seems to be able to take it in his stride love life have fun uh and you know and that he's had some real challenges so um and with this podcast i always ask people what your legacy life looks like like what does that mean to you so I'm going to start with that question with you Alexander so what does that mean to you well um I think that the reason why I was so easy to say yes to this Mm -hmm. is that um whether you call it legacy or whatever you call it um I have a an ambition in life Mm -hmm. which is to be joyful you know, that's that's my ambition. And it hasn't always been that way, but that has been an undercurrent. And, and joyful seems like such an innocuous word, such a, a kind of blah word. But let me let me explain what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. I think that having come through various divorces and I have six boys and all the challenges of that, you know, and by and large, they have... They have gone to schools that require fees, and that means there's a requiring of me as an artist to come up with those fees. Mm. I find myself in a situation where I'm doing um, what I would hope others would do, and whether you're an artist or not an artist, but being a being a creative person does not, I think, absent you 
from being creative in how you live your life. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it's one thing doing something uh, creative, you know, the work that I do. Um, it's another thing living creatively. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if I live creatively uh, with joy, it's very different than if I live, live without joy. And that has come to me. Um, I, I, could, I could say uh, various darknesses in my life, but one particular one um, where I had a choice about whether I was joyful or not. Right? Uh, and I was lucky to have a, a teacher at the time that mm-hmm. I still have called uh, Sajguru. And he said that they, you know, um, whatever you do in life, you'll do it better if you're joyful. Yeah. yeah. The simple as that, whatever you do. And I thought, oh, that's, that's true enough. And that's, you know, that's, that's different from as a coach, I used to, and I still do, if I need to drill down into mm-hmm. what's going, what's wrong with you, mm-hmm. what's wrong with the person, what's wrong with life. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Uh, and these days, providing I have a, a caveat of around, no matter how bad it is, it's not so bad as life is. So, so there's a joy in how I um, enter that conversation mm. and what I look for in response. So um, I, had a, I had a stroke and a brain hemorrhage about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I have, in one, in one hand, been lucky to, to be taken up by the NHS and given groups and therapy and cognitive development, etc., but I have to work really hard at finding what, you know, the, the positive in this. Mm-hmm. Because if, if I were to say, actually, my life is so different now and so challenging and I have chronic fatigue and I can't do and I can't do, there will be nods every single group. Yeah. But as soon as I say, I'm glad about this, I'm glad about this stroke. It's like, whoa, you're not allowed to say that. And in fact, the coach has said, don't say that out loud. (laughs) Don't don't say whatever you do, because people don't have that. Now, Mm. maybe they don't or maybe they do, but how would they know? Because none of the question marks, none of the tick boxes, none of the conversations, none Mm. of anything leads the the conversation in that direction. So I'm saying, what are you glad about? What are you doing differently now that Mm. you've had this? And, and I said it to myself. And the first thing that I do joyfully and differently is I have given up pretty much corporate work, pretty much. Okay. And I, for for all of my life, I've been self-employed as a corporate coach, trainer, blah blah blah. Uh, and I thought, you know, with the stroke, it, it brought a question. Um, uh, the the aphorism: Do what you love doing. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was a time when I loved doing corporate work. I mm-hmm. don't love it anymore. And I thought, okay, in that case, I won't do it anymore. I will become what, you know, what I've run in tandem with the corporate work is my creativity, is my painting, is my artist work, is my writing, mm-hmm. all as second fiddle at best. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm saying, I have enough of that. I could have died with that stroke, by the way. Yes. So if, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die doing what I love doing and not wishing that I had time to do what I, what I don't do. So I yeah. let all of that go. And you know what? It's fabulous. It mm. is really. And since making that decision, my orientation and my aptitude and my ability has changed. Mm. So I think that 
I'm more of an artist, and 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 I and I you know, we can follow all kinds of creative things once we decide. But I find that I am following people that love life, right? So, mm-hmm. so the painters that that you know, interestingly, um, this morning um, I had a, I had well all night I had pains on my side, right? And I mm-hmm. thought, oh no, this could be heart attack. This is, could be this could be the thing that you know that that happens to people in stroke. And when you're in a hospital, they say you're lucky to be alive. You know, if you're still alive in six months, you'll be even luckier. And I don't wow. expect you to be alive any year. And I thought, well, what is that to be saying to a patient, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, I'll go into hospital, and they'll be going, oh yes, there you are, and, and we all smiles, but they'll be expecting to see me. So um, I have I have held this pain, and I'm wondering what you know whether it is or whether it is not. And I've eventually phoned one one one, and they said, and they their questioning mm-hmm. was leading. Have you got this pain in your chest that you can't breathe? And I, I said, no, I don't. I've got a pain in my chest, and it goes down my. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I don't have headaches. I don't have this. I don't have that. Okay, well, just for the doctor then, right? So, <laughs> so just for the, the doctor. And interestingly, the message from the hospital, from the doctor's office was, uh, we'll, we'll phone you back sometime this afternoon. Well, sometime this afternoon, if I did have a heart attack, <laughs> it would be too late, right? So there's a, a whole thing around what I'm doing with that, but how I'm continuing to live my life. And, and, and you know, one question was, oh, do I have this interview with Zara because I'm not very well? Fuck that. I'm, I'm well enough to chat to you. I'm well enough to say what's wrong. And I'm well enough to say that, actually, it's moments like this, that, like I'm having right now, where we make important decisions. You know, mm. Either I go to bed and think I'm done for, or I think, you know what, if I'm done for, I'll be done for laughing, you know? Uh, yes. <laughs> I love that. If I'm done for, I'll be done for laughing. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just, you know, um you did ask. <laughs> yeah, I did ask. And I'm and I'm the thought that came to my mind is just just don't be having a heart attack on my podcast, okay? That's <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> that thought did pass my my mind, oh, along with lots God. of others. But you know, put that one away. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, the thing is, you know, my legacy to others is whatever you're going through, whatever challenges you're going through, yeah. there's nothing better than a good laugh. You know, and, and in fact, I've, I've just done this essay for, for, for I'm, I'm doing an MA in illustration. And I just, I think, I've, well, I thought I had done this in time for the submission date. Uh, and I showed it to Christine who marks his essays and she goes, uh, take, have an extension and go over it again. And, you know, she's right. You know, and one of the things that, that, that I have I've ended it in, which I hadn't originally ended in, is a sense of humor. Right? And mm-hmm. it's a motivational video um, by, uh, by, by, Sajgur, by Sajguru, which says, don't take life seriously. Mm-hmm. Don't take life seriously. And I think, well, it's one thing to say that, you know, yeah. and I might say that casually to people, you know, when I, at the school or whatever. But actually, he's right. If, yeah. I, if, we, if we don't... Ah, uh, can, can we just just pause it for a I'll second? I'll just pause. Yeah, just hang yeah, on a sec. Yeah. Right, we're back after a quick phone call, Alexander. Yeah, yes. The, the phone call was uh, from my doctor, 
Um, and I described, as I've described to you, my night and my day and whatever else. And he's worried that I'm having, that I could have a heart attack and it would be better off if I go to hospital and have a check out. And uh, he's right, but, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm, as I say, I'm still laughing. And, and it, it, it feels like I'm mad to laugh at this stage. But uh, it, the thing is that I have a good life. So this is part of that life. So it's not like other than I wish this wasn't happening. There's, there's nothing I wish didn't happen in life, including this. I honestly don't. But I, I, would, I would, having taken the doctor's advice, I think it should be good to go and have Absolutely. a Absolutely. We can take the doctor's advice and still be laughing. What a great uh, message, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yes. So Thank shorter so than much. I would like, but uh, I hope hopefully <laughs> it's useful to you. All right. Amazing. I love your authenticity. And look, um, go get yourself off to the hospital. Yeah. Cheers. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. What an inspiration. What an incredible man. You know, I, I feel so honoured to have regular chats with Alexander and, you know, his message of living life joyfully, no matter what the circumstances, I think is so powerful and we can learn so much from that. And what I'd love you to do is in the comments, please, you know, let us know like how this has landed with you and how, what you're going to do to connect more with joy in your life.